When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Tom and Bach, coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I'm not commenting on that until I'm ready to comment on it. Jake Bakoven. You watch the game. You figure it out, huh? What do you think? Tom and Bach starts now. Hour number three of Tom Bach, Tom Stevens here, Jake Bachhoven there. Nick and Rico will join us in about 50 minutes from now. Nick has to come in every day and remind us that the Bulls are good. They are. DeMar DeRozan is really good. Uh, Zach Levine's really good. Uh, Lonzo Ball's really good. They're they've, good. They've put it's together quite to a team there. They're, they're a solid team. Not a team that could win at all, but they're a team that could maybe get to round two of the playoffs. Yeah, they kind of remind me of, uh, you know, remember when the, the Celtics had, like, you know, obviously Jalen Brown and Jason uh, Tatum were there, but they also had Al Horford and Kyrie Irving. Right. And, and so, but I, everybody thought that team was going to be great. And I always thought, I just don't know if they have a number one or, right. like, you know, those guys are all, like, pretty good. And that's where I think the um, Bulls are. And DeRozan might be taking that step, but um, I think they have a bunch of really good number twos and threes that they put together on a team. And it's working for now, but I don't think it's championship. No, I don't think it's a championship uh, level team, but they are, they are very good. Um, Last night, if you were watching the NFL, you saw a team in Miami that has now won seven in a row. Miami, the dolphins, Jake's team started one and seven. Now they've won seven in a row. No team in the history of the NFL has ever done that. I wouldn't think so. That's ridiculous. That is a little ridiculous. Uh, if you're wondering, has anybody ever done that? No, they no. haven't. Uh, that's the first time ever uh, that has been done. Ian Book, though, in fairness, New Orleans had a bunch of dudes out. They were down like to their very last offensive tackles. Um, and Ian Book made the start. He was sacked eight times last night in the Dolphins' 20-3 win. He also threw two picks. It was really unfair to him because they were missing just tons of dudes. But handed to Miami. They've now won seven in a row. Uh, Jalen Waddell, seven catches for 92. Tua, very nice. Uh, I mean, in fact, he, he leads the NFL in completion percentage. He was 19 of 26, 198. Not anything great, but uh, very solid. Uh, but... Now they play the Titans and the Patriots to end the season. It doesn't look like they're going to go anywhere. I mean, they teased Jake, and they teased a lot of Miami fans. Um, But they Brian Flores, maybe he's coach of the year. Who knows? Uh, But I just don't think they're going to win those last two games. During that seven-game run, they beat the Jets twice. They beat the Texans. They beat the Panthers. They beat the Giants. They beat the Ravens, who were very injured at that time. And they beat New Orleans with Ian Book. And now they have to play the Titans next week and the Patriots next week. I'm sorry, Jake, but 
it still looks like your Dolphins are not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's weird that they've won seven in a row, and you still look at them and go, "I don't think they're very good." <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're solid, and for and and what Jake's been arguing with us the whole time is, you would think, well, maybe just be good if they didn't do well and then got a high draft pick, but they traded away their high their draft um, pick right rights for next year, so right. um, it you know that wouldn't help them at all. Um, I, one thing they have done and and is found is Jalen Waddle. I mean that guy. I think he's going to break the rookie record for receptions. Um, um, and they've been working on Devonte Parker for six or seven years. It seems uh, like to be that number one receiver, and he's still there and he's fine. But he's um, fine. but but he's not with Jalen Waddle. They're different. They're is different. Tua good? Are you willing to say that Tua is no, now good? No. He's okay. He's all right. He's efficient. He's been that. Um, but uh, I don't know. As far as like leading your your franchise in the future, he wouldn't be probably among my top twenty picks in the NFL he's quarterbacks. Gotta, probably not. In his in fairness to him, he does have a bad offensive line still. Yeah, really bad last night, which they were missing some pieces. Right. Um, and I do like the fact that Jalen Waddle, as you mentioned, great young receiver in his rookie year, has a waddle. I mean, his touchdown celebration is the waddle. <laughs> he waddles around uh, a lot uh, during games, especially when he scores a touchdown. So that's uh, very cool. Uh, but the Dolphins, sorry, Jake. I mean, I always have to debate this. and It's not even a debate. Your team is just not that good. Who would you take right now in the game, Dolphins or Vikings? Oh, uh, well, the Vikings are always in one-score games, so you have to equate that. Yeah. Um, I would probably take the Dolphins. Uh, but I probably be a close one though. I mean, I'd take probably anybody over the Vikings right now. <laughs> they got beat by the Lions. The Lions hadn't won a game hey, until the, they beat the Vikings. The Cardinals got beat by the Lions too. That doesn't that, mean they're Vikings should have beat it? the Cardinals. That's right. The, the, the thing that the Vikings have proven is that they they can play with anyone, uh, but they'll probably still lose. <laughs> they'll probably still lose, and that's what I mean. You were describing the Vikings fan. That's what we are. We're just very cynical. Yeah, we're, we're a little beaten down. I think over time. Uh, you got to show me. Kind of like uh, Nebraska men's basketball right now, uh, who returns to action Sunday. Uh, they'll hopefully play Ohio State. Ohio State, though, announced yesterday that today's game with New Orleans has been paused or canceled. Uh, their program has been on pause since December 19th. Chris Holtman, their head coach, says they still plan to play at PBA on Sunday versus Nebraska. However, uh, Several big teams, uh, Big Ten teams, have had to cancel games. Penn State, like Ohio State, has been on pause since December 11th. Uh, they've had two games canceled. They're uh, they're scheduled to play tomorrow, so we'll see if that happens for Penn State. Wisconsin has had a game uh, canceled since uh, well, they had a game canceled December 23rd with George Mason. Uh, they're scheduled to play Illinois State tomorrow, so we'll see if that happens. Illinois canceled their game with Florida A&M due to COVID issues. And so we'll see. You know, Nebraska went through that whole thing, 15 games in 33 days last year. I don't see that happening. But it does make you wonder if we're going to get this. I think they're going to get the college basketball season in because they did last year and it was worse last year. Oh, boy. It's hard to predict something, you know, two months, three uh, months ahead right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think they will. I mean, there, there seems to be a lot more flexibility to it. It's it's more rescheduling than canceling. Um, though, you know, if they add up too much, maybe you will. And then you just, I, again, it's just where you are. I mean, if you have teams playing different amounts of games or whatever, just factor it in, uh, especially in college basketball. Yeah. I've said, you know, it's – 
everybody's going to get any good team will get their shot at the championship because that, that's how the tournament provides yeah. any, you know, 64 teams, uh, 68 teams, whatever it is yeah. now are going to get a shot. So if some of them play one or two less games, it's not the biggest deal in the world. This is one of those years that maybe you focus more on women's sports. I mean, we do anyway on this and we talk about uh, volleyball. We talk a little women's uh, basketball, but the women's sports are far better than the men's sports right now, at least in the big sports. Maybe baseball, you could make the argument. Uh, Nebraska baseball has done well. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Nebraska basketball, at this point, is in the NCAA tournament. They play uh, Michigan State this Thursday. That game's going to be picked up on BTN. Start time has been moved from 1 to 2 o'clock to accommodate the live broadcast window. Uh, but Amy Williams and her team, now 12-0, and they're fun to watch. They play together. There's good chemistry. They have stuff that you maybe wish was on the men's side right now. Um, but they've done it similar to Fred Hoiberg with transfers and some homegrown girls, uh, girls out of, out of high school as well. But this is a team that's really, really good, and it's not one particular player. You, know, you could point to Jazz Shelley, uh, who's really good. Um, but outside of that, and, and Sam Hybe has not had her best year so far as a Husker. This is just a team that plays well together and uh, as of this moment will be in the NCAA tournament. Um, you think back to Nebraska women's basketball, they've been better for than the men for quite a while. I think back to some of those kind of Yori teams, uh, won a number one seed. <laughs> so uh, Nebraska women's basketball has the facilities. It feels like they've got the coach and they've got the roster right now to, who knows, make a run in the NCAA tournament, at least a, a sweet 16 type team. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, there's still the, I know it, it's, it's, uh, you haven't it, played anybody. I get that. That's they, the they, deal. Haven't, they haven't played anybody and Michigan state will show you something about how good Nebraska is on yeah. Thursday. I mean, cause that's, that's what's been holding them back. And that's why, I mean, we all complain about them not being in the top 25. Um, but, but that's, that's kind of where you're at is, you know, 12 and 0 looks, looks good now. Of course it does. But, uh, you know, there are other teams that are, you know, Michigan's 11 and 1, Indiana's 10 and 2. There's other programs in the Big Ten that have, uh, some, compiled some pretty good non con schedules. Um, Nebraska now getting into it. You're, you're, you're done with all that. Now you play just conference games moving forward so you can get the respect. You're going to play, you know, uh, a few top 10 teams that are ranked at least right now, Maryland. Illinois, Indiana, down the line here, Michigan. So they're going to get a chance for uh, to show that they belong. Excuse me, I'm about to sneeze, but in the top 25. I do that all the time. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, it's Sometimes coming Sometimes it's better just to let it out, Bob. I Go blocked ahead. it that time, oh, yeah. but... Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I, so I, I can't wait because and, it, and it's Michigan, Michigan's the big one, Michigan state. They do have in front of them, solid team, seven, six, whatever, but it's hopefully they win that one to prepare, uh, for their game on the fourth on BTN against top 10 Michigan. You've been waiting for Nebraska to get the respect. That's where they can earn it. Yeah. And Michigan is really good. Oh yeah. Uh, they're very good. So that would be a great win if you could pull that off. Uh, in fact, if Nebraska could win, maybe just a couple of games because they're starting the Big Ten schedule with some tough teams. It's not going to be easy. Uh, this 12-0 and team is really a solid team, but we'll find out a lot more. And starting on Thursday when they play uh, Michigan State. Yeah, just, just looking at the schedule real quick, Michigan State, like you said there, and then four straight games against top 25 opponents, yeah. two of them against the same team, and Iowa's number 21. But still, um, you know, again, that's where you're going to be, yeah. be shown whether this team uh, belongs in the top 25 discussion. I mean, certainly the discussion, but, but right up there uh, where we want them to be. Um, and, and it's really it's interesting because they've, they've taken off, but 
Uh, like you said, it, it hasn't been the kind of Yori program yeah. that we remember. You know, Amy Williams has struggled to yeah. get this team to this point. Now they're there. Hopefully they can take advantage of yeah, it. Yeah, this is uh, year six, is it? Uh, so this is a big year uh, for Amy Williams. She needs to uh, to make the NCAA tournament, and I think they're on track, certainly, a bit 12-0. and 0. Uh, They're off to a good start. The transfer portal is where Nebraska is looking for a quarterback when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we always visualize what the transfer portal is like. I think this is how it sounds when guys go in. <laughs> welcome to the transfer portal. And that's what happens. Yes. Some uh, lady or guy will tell you, welcome to the transfer portal. And the doors eventually open and you get out and that's where your school. Yeah, well, that's where you're going to school. Or unless you're like Jake Hayner, you just get scared as soon as you and you just run back out. Yeah. You, I'd like, that's I, right. Get, oh, you yeah. choose to go back. There's a button that you can push uh, after you get in the portal that can stop the portal. Yeah, it's too and, scary for some uh, people. It's, you can't handle it. It's like a, a ride <laughs> at Disneyland. Yeah. Um, so um, Nebraska's looking around. I mean, Evan Bland wrote a column about what's left in the portal. Where Because it's confusing. Every day a guy is going somewhere else or not picking your school, or maybe you still have a chance at that guy. So you kind of want to know where you stack up as far as the quarterback situation. I mean, that's what we're all waiting for, more so even than who will be the special teams coordinator or who will coach the defensive line or who will be the running backs coach. I think we care right now who will be the quarterback uh, for Nebraska. The transfer market continues to add uh, new members as the bull season gets to the midway point. The trend is uh, that Nebraska could have some potential here with Chubba Purdy. Uh, that's the latest offer. We know that Adrian Martinez uh, left a while back, and he is going to Kansas State. You've got Logan Smothers. You've got Heinrich Harburg, who potentially could fight for that job. But then you're wondering, what else? Miles Brennan uh, is staying at LSU, as we know. That was a, a big blow to some in the recruiting war, world, which is becoming the transfer portal uh, more and more. Max Johnson uh, left LSU to Texas A&M. You had Keaton Slovis, who went from USC to Pitt. At one time, we thought Nebraska had a, a pretty good shot at him. He's off the market. Dylan Gabriel, uh, once at UCF, has landed with Chip Kelly at UCLA. Bo Nix, who I uh, was very interested in because he can run. Um, he has the ability to move. He has gone from Auburn to Oregon. Uh, so it's starting to narrow. Uh, you still have Colin um, Bazalak from Missouri. He was the co-freshman of the year in 2019. He entered the, the portal uh, one day after the Tigers played their December 22nd game against Army and lost. Uh, you have a guy like Levi Williams who played – uh, in the Potato Bowl and was the MVP. He played in the game, was the MVP, and then immediately he leaves the Cowboys um, after they beat Kent State. So he could be a possibility, I guess, for Nebraska. Preston Hutchinson. There's also Ben Bryant uh, that are possibilities. 
Eastern Michigan is, uh, is I believe, where Preston, Hus- Preston Hutchinson uh, goes to school. Uh, you've got Emory Jones out there uh, from Florida. Would that interest you, Bach? No. <laughs> He's got some athleticism. He'd be fun here and there, but I, I they don't. They just lost their bowl game. I don't think you're improving over uh, Adrian. UCF kind of blew them out, right? Uh, and he did not look good in that game. Um so he's pretty hit or miss <laughs> generally. He's got a big arm, but he doesn't seem very accurate. Yeah. Um, just guessing what fits Mark Whipple the most, Mr. Whipple. Um, I think it's, it, I think it's a pocket style quarterback. I mean, that's kind of what they've been after. And it makes you wonder, you know, did, you know, I, I think they're evaluating arm first. So they must've yeah. liked, regardless of, of what Purdy can bring to you on the ground, they must've liked where uh, his arm was. And, and, but the other thing is maybe, Maybe they struck out. Yeah. Maybe maybe their their idea going into the portal has not worked. We know they were after three yeah. guys and didn't get any of those guys. So um, you wonder, you, you kind of get, uh, I'm starting to get fear. And I'm sure this happens to everybody around the country. Everybody wants Spencer Rattler, but nobody, yeah. you know, only one team can get him. I don't want him. I didn't want him. Well, yeah. You were the one that wanted him, and I didn't want him. <laughs> I'd say uh, most people around the league <laughs> would like a Quinn Ewers or a Spencer Rattler, some of those big names That's at the right. top. That's right. Um, but, uh, I, you know, not it, it's tough to, to land those guys. There's a lot of a lot of schools courting these guys uh, to come and basically even be a rental starter for a year, whatever it is. But um, I start to get a little bit worried once you once we know that they've been after a few guys and haven't been able to land them. You start to think, well, I, I honestly just start to think about the Bill Kelly and coaching um, search where you, you just yeah. kind of get too deep on your list of what you wanted going into the right. thing, and you just wonder if the whole plan has not gone according to plan uh, and uh, in the, that they're kind of in too deep. But I wouldn't worry about it too much. They're, you know, um, I think there's a possibility that you see a little bit of a difference in the offense. And, and maybe if it is a, a Purdy or, hmm. uh, or a Logan Smothers, it won't be so quarterback reliant, which is something yeah. you've been uh, working toward for years. So, I mean, there's yeah. – there's, Regardless of what happens, they're going to be able to field a team. They'll have 11 guys. They'll field a team. Good news from Bach. Nebraska will field a team this year. They have some quarterbacks in the room. The the thing is with Purdy or a guy like that is I don't think that you're getting a starter. I don't think that you're – It doesn't feel like enough experience from Purdy that you can really know what you're getting. Yeah, I think you're getting competition, which is fine. Maybe that was part of the whole goal to begin with too. Evan Bland, uh, who we'll talk to tomorrow, he's normally on Fridays. Uh, but we don't have a show on Friday, so we moved him to tomorrow. And we'll talk about this column that he's written about potential quarterbacks from the portal. He does mention that Casey Thompson of Texas has reportedly been in contact uh, with Nebraska. He's a 23-year-old who still has two seasons left to play. He transferred, stepped into the portal on December 17th. He's my favorite uh, out there. Uh, the son of Charles Thompson, who is a great quarterback, at the University of Oklahoma, but he was an option-style quarterback. Um, originally from Oklahoma City, Thompson took over the starting du- duties in the third game uh, this year, ended with uh, a Big 12 best 24 touchdown passes, also 2,100 yards, nine interceptions, probably too few, uh, too many interceptions for a lot of people, but uh, he's mobile. He's 6'1", 200, uh, the center uh, of Charles. There's Quinn Ewers out there. Um, who has joined the Texas? Uh, who's joined Texas now? And so that's probably one of the big reasons that Thompson's now in the portal. 
Yeah, and I think that would be probably the biggest name that I would like to out there, um, just because he's battle tested. He's thrown thirty touchdowns in his career. Um, you know, if you if you watch the Oklahoma game, you had quite fun watching him out there sling the ball for five touchdowns that game, three hundred eighty eight yards. Of course, they ended up losing because Oklahoma scored late on a on a, a like a, what amounts to a draw, it seemed like, or a run play um, that was kind of a gamble instead of just you know going for the field goal, which would have won it anyway. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the, the problem you have there is that he does have the stats. He's got games where he can absolutely, um, ha, you know, has burned teams. But he's he just he's kind of got that Adrian Martinez stink to him, yeah, right? I guess where they just didn't win a whole lot of games. Yeah. And, and I don't know if that's – I don't. I think a lot of times like that Oklahoma game. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how much of that's his fault. But uh, I think that he would be worth the experience because that's th- – that's, <laughs> I know he didn't win games at Texas, yeah. but that's kind of what you were doing moving off of Adrian. Yeah. If you could get a, a quarterback that you could think is kind of similar as far as, um, you know, he hasn't played as many years as Adrian, but uh, his production at, at least last year, um, you know, it's at least worth a new go with somebody yeah. else in that position. Cameron Ward is another name out there, Incarnate Word. Uh, he's transferring 6'3", 220, has become one of the top players on the market uh, two years after uh, his recruiting process. Uh, out of a small town in southeast Texas. Uh, so he's a possibility. He uh, still has four years to play three, played 11 uh, career games at Incarnate Word, completed 61% of his passes um, for 3,800 yards, 40 TDs, seven interceptions. You would worry, I guess, about the possibility of a guy coming from Incarnate Word and what kind of a success would he have at this level. Um, but um, he has an offer. Uh, with Old Miss and Virginia Tech and Indiana. I don't know if Nebraska has offered him. Uh, then you have uh, Connor Basliak of, uh, of uh, Missouri. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, then there's Levi Williams, as we mentioned. I, I just uh, – it'll be interesting. It looks like Purdy, you know, the latest offer might be the guy they're zeroing in on. And the only reason I say that is that Mark Whipple has had a previous relationship with him. You've seen the Christmas tree picture picture of Whipple. Well, he tweeted out last night yeah. that he got an offer from Nebraska. Yeah, so. yeah but we, we, he had previous a previous relationship right. uh, with Mark Whipple, so they've been interested in a while. Yeah, I, I knew about the offer, obviously, uh, but who knows? And, and I think part of it is guys keep slipping, so you, you maybe you get the itchy trigger finger thinking, cool, school starts uh, January 18th, you better get somebody. Yeah, and and again, I I know the idea. In in ideally, you would have grabbed your starter out of there, uh, out of the portal, and maybe that will still happen. Yeah. But it's like he would, if if you take out the idea of your your ideal quarterback or whatever, if you bring Purdy in, that is really good competition to add to Logan Smothers and, and Harburg um, for you know the the new era or the new one year, whatever it is. Whether where you look at this upcoming year. Um, that that is legitimate competition. Yeah. So there's at least that. Um, but I know a lot of people had you know higher hopes as you, as you no. do with your team no. going into the portal or coaching search or anything. So we'll see how it plays no. out. Uh, a couple texts here. Bach is the man. Says Eric. Also remember when Incarnate Word beat Nebraska basketball. I do remember that. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, also another text. Uh, what about Richard Torres? Uh, he is coming in. I, I'm just. It's. It's hard to think that Richard Torres is going to make a big impact as a freshman. Yeah. Uh, and that's just coming uh, off an injury, by the way. Coming as well. off an injury, a big injury. And played at a lower yeah. level in Texas. Yeah. Kind of yeah. got the heartbreak thing where yeah. they're going to have to adjust yeah. to the yeah. new I, college I, game. I so. think he has big potential. I, I like his arm. Uh, I just think 
it's a bit of a project, uh, maybe two or three years down the road, at least two. Um, and I would think the same thing with Harburg. He probably needs one more year uh, before he hits the field as well. But aren't you just glad that Nebraska's not going to have to lean on Adrian so much that that that, that style no. they're moving on? It's not, you know, it's just it felt like every game was so make or break. He had to play outside himself to yeah. win. I, I'm with you that that Frost needs to prove himself and probably Adrian as well uh, without each other. Yeah. Uh, that probably needs to happen. Uh, I just find it hard to believe they're going to find somebody better no, than Adrian I don't at think the so. same point. But you're right. They need to move on. Uh, let's get the break. Come back with the more BC of Husker 24-7. We'll talk about some of these topics with him coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.